For those who know me, and I've also mentioned it on the podcast, but I spent some years living abroad in both Spain and Belgium. Those were some great years, but I also had some not so amazing moments during those years. But altogether, it came together and made experiences that I enjoy sharing with others. And that was the idea behind this series, Moving Abroad. Different guests each episode sharing their experiences and advice that they have for those wanting to give it a go. So, finish whatever work you have, grab a drink, get comfortable, and join us on this conversation. You're listening to the Moving Abroad series here on I Just Finish Work podcast, where I have with me, now if this was five days ago, I would be saying she's joining me from the Caribbean, <laughs> but she's back on British soil. Uh, I have with me Melissa. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you, Rishi. Thanks for having me. Welcome to I Just Finished Work podcast. Thank you. <laughs> now, I'm happy to be here. I wish I was good. in Curacao as well, but I don't know, unfortunately, <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, you've mentioned it, so listeners can hear you are from Curacao. So, for those of people who don't know, it is a Dutch Caribbean island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're living in Britain. Yes, correct. So you um, went from sunny Curacao mm-hmm. to the UK. <laughs> yes, the sunny UK. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, you need to tell us how you got from Curacao, your journey, the thought process, what made you then end up in the UK? Okay, so right now I'm living in Birmingham in UK and um, I moved from Curacao when I was 18, so that's a while back. Mm-hmm. And my first move was to Netherlands. I moved to okay. Utrecht, that's, that's like a city in Netherlands. And I, the reason why I moved was to do my studies, for studies. And mm-hmm. um, I moved there in 2009 I believe and so that was like this first step of the journey and then after six years after finishing my bachelor's degree and I worked for a year or two I felt like it was time for a new adventure (laughs) and I wanted to continue with my studies as well Um, I wanted to do a master's degree and then Mm -hmm. I was just looking for a country that's not too far from Netherlands um, and my choice, I don't even remember what my criteria were. I don't think I had any criteria. I just wanted to like leave <laughs> like anywhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just chose UK and yeah, I moved here five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. at first I was living in Coventry. I did my master's degree there. And then after I finished that, I moved to Birmingham to work Mm -hmm. and I've been living here since so yes that's my journey from sunny Curacao to cold (laughs) UK (laughs) to cold UK yeah so okay throughout all of that from Curacao to the UK what was like the hardest adjustment you had to make so from, from Curacao to the Netherlands 
or even from the Netherlands to the UK? Okay, so the hardest adjustment, I feel like from Curacao to Netherlands, I was still very young. Mm-hmm. So um, the hardest part was not being around family all the time yeah. because the island culture is very family oriented and even how we live is like uh, all my aunts or a lot of my aunts and uncles cousins are literally like maybe 20 steps away okay maybe a bit further but I can literally <laughs> watch all their houses right there so they're right there everybody is around wow. grandma is around grandpa is around and then all of a sudden like there's a lot of more like physically there's more space as well so the house mm-hmm. is big and outside everybody is outside you know in the garden and there's so much space and then moving to Netherlands as a student at that time um coming into a small student room no family around that was the biggest adjustment it was quite a shock and it was it was very difficult and then after time you start missing the birthdays and then it's holidays and you see all the pictures and everybody together and you're not there I mean, yeah. at some point, you kind of get used to it, but never fully. Mm-hmm. Never fully. There's always like this heartache there <laughs> where you see the barbecue and the fish on the grill and <laughs> everybody turning up and you're here in the cold. <laughs> it kind of mm-hmm. stings a little bit still, but yeah, you you, you kind of get used to it. How did you cope? Because I know a lot of people can relate to that. Um, how did I cope? So it's, it, it's always difficult. It's still going to be difficult. Even now, 10, 11 years after, it's still difficult. But um, I think just keeping my eyes on the prize. So at that time, it was like the reason why I moved was to study. And I had like a purpose for my move. I had a vision for well, my life, maybe not long-term, but like short-term when it comes to studies, I knew what I wanted and that I wanted to accomplish that. So just keeping my eye on the prize and knowing the reason why I moved and that it's a sacrifice, but there's a reason behind it. So I think that's the only, really the only way to go. Because if, if the move was without purpose and I'm seeing, I, I'm missing my family, it's just so easy to, give up and go back you know what I mean so definitely keeping my eye on the prize knowing the reason why I moved and at that time it was to not accomplish the next step in my studies yeah and I think the same thing as well coming to UK knowing the reason why and I wanted to complete my master's degree so just focusing on that yeah doesn't make it easier but it, it helps you through the difficult times. Mm-hmm. 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 Definitely. So when it, let's focus on your move to um, Holland. Um, so obviously it's, you're from Curacao, which is a Dutch speaking island. How much, how big was the culture shock going from a small Caribbean island to a European country like Holland? Had you been there before? 
No, it was my first time there ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so can you imagine you're 18 and you're doing this big move alone mm-hmm. and you've never even been to the country before. So we are part here, so it's um, part of the Dutch kingdom. So a lot of people don't mm-hmm. know this, but um, we are a former colony of Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And currently we are part of the Dutch kingdom. So we have a Dutch passport as well. So, um, yeah, you might think okay. that we are very familiar with the Dutch culture, but or that it's similar, but it's not at all. It's The, the culture is yes. very different. Mm-hmm. So moving there, it was a very big culture shock. Um, the way people express themselves there is different. The music is different. The food is different. Um, I'm not going to say not in a good way, but... Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> All I'm going to say is that I prefer some seasoning. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but wait, I, I have to go back to. I need I more than salt and here. pepper. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my god! But, okay, what I'm trying to say is funny. <laughs> But all I'm trying to say is that the culture is very different with the way people speak, the way people, um, uh, what they eat, um, the music is different, um, the language is different. The funny thing is, one of our um, official languages is Dutch, besides Papiamento. So what I speak at home is mm-hmm. Papiamento, even at school is Papiamento. But um, um, officially, you're supposed to speak Dutch at school, but you all speak Papiamento. But um, what I'm trying to say is our, one of our official languages is Dutch. But mm-hmm. when you move to Netherlands, well, well, when you're in Curacao, you think you have the Dutch under control. But once you <laughs> move, you realize that you cannot speak Dutch. Really? Seriously. Honestly. Like, we know the basic stuff, but, but the, the, at least the first year is a struggle. You'll just be throwing oh, wow. papiamento words out there. You'll just translate the words <laughs> anyway. You'll be pointing at points things. Points. Sorry? Wow. You see which, which papiamento word sticks? Which yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's different. Like the, the Dutch they teach us in school is different than the actual Dutch the Dutch people speak. So, <laughs> so it's it's very difficult because That's as so a young funny. person mm-hmm, and sometimes mm-hmm. you have to you know at especially at school at university uh you have to say certain things or even sometimes you always you already experience people um um how do i say this um maybe undermining your knowledge because you're coming from an island and you're not born and raised there and sometimes you want to say something back but the words mm-hmm will not come out so yeah. you just want you want to tell them like leave me alone or whatever or i know what i'm talking about but you just can get the words but that's the advice i always give like the young kids moving from pure south netherlands even when you don't have the right wor- words always stand for yourself you know stand up for yourself mm-hmm. say something mm-hmm. even if you struggle the dutch trust me people will understand mm-hmm. they might have to like think about what you're exactly trying to say is, but they will understand. So always speak up for yourself. If you have an opinion or if something is bothering you, or maybe if you're excited or happy about something, just 
continue talking until if let me say like this if we don't speak nobody can correct you or you won't okay. know when you're um saying something wrong so just talk and if they don't understand you explain and then maybe they can give you the right word but never not express it that was concluding going back to your question that was one of the um cultural shocks i i experienced moving from curious you made you made mention before about the way they expressed themselves was different can you elaborate please because <laughs> i'm curious uh, i would say that um the dutch um from my own experience they're more vocal and they're very proud of it in the sense of okay. they will really say what they feel and mean most of the times and it's something mm -hmm. they pride themselves for so they will give their opinion regardless of who you are or even your age and it's something that in the in Curacao the culture is a bit different like we don't speak back to adults really Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. something that's learned from like as a child you don't really speak up to people that are older than you or sometimes you just don't give your opinion because you're younger or um the other person is the boss or in a higher position than you are but the dutch will more freely say how they feel mm -hmm. without thinking into account those things so that's mm -hmm. definitely like a difference in how they express themselves I would say. So then going from that then, and then going from Holland to the UK, how mm. was that for you? Was it your first time to the UK? No, it wasn't my first time to the UK. I, I've been here twice. Mm -hmm. um, I've been to Newcastle first um, with a, a friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that was a long time ago. And then the second time, <laughs> the second time was with uh, a group of friends again. Mm -hmm. Visited London, and both visits were really fun. And I really liked the country. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, the difference. Like even if we only use that example, I said first the Dutch's way of expressing themselves i'm not going to say every time or this everybody's opinion but this is my opinion sometimes it can come across as being disrespectful or you know not being appropriate bit rude even because they they're just saying their opinion regardless of who you are and it's almost like uh take it or leave it you know what i mean like this is my opinion yeah. and this is how i feel and it really doesn't matter what other people think so um in Britain or England here, I noticed that people are more polite and mm -hmm. that behavior that I kind of made my own as well in Netherlands, um, I mm -hmm. wouldn't say I've applied it to every aspect of my life because I still don't talk back to my parents, but mm -hmm. I'm a bit more vocal <laughs> in like my opinion and I just say it as it is and there's no, that's not, that's, there's not a lot of, lot of sugar coating happening. Mm -hmm. so, and I noticed that that can come across here as being rude. The same yeah. as it would mm -hmm. probably happen in my country. I feel like here mm -hmm. people are more polite. 
Mm-hmm. And they kind of sugarcoat things a bit more, mm-hmm. which sometimes can be a bit annoying because I rather know how you feel without beating around the bush. So that's like a difference. And and again, I mean, I'm focusing on one thing, but the food is also very different. The language, again, is different because now I have to speak English and I've never really speak English like this. I mean, we all know English from school, even back in Curacao. Um mm-hmm and TV and music. So we know English, but we don't know. Let me just never not say we. I knew English, but I didn't know no English. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, <yeah. all>, like <laughs> expressing myself full time in English. So that, mm-hmm. that was a big difference again. So I went from Papiamento mm-hmm. to Dutch and now to English. So I would say the same thing here in England as well. I had to, sometimes I was really struggling find the words i mean even now some days i struggle to find the words because with my family i still speak papiamento with my mm-hmm. friends in netherlands which i i spend there most or the first part of my adult life so i have quite a lot of friends there i speak dutch to them and then i speak mm-hmm. english to the friends i made here and work so i'm always juggling between three languages so sometimes i do struggle with english and Honestly, I don't even care. I still speak it. And if I don't know something, then, oh, well, y'all have to figure it out. (laughs) The other person has to figure it out. (laughs) Exactly. That's not my problem. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, gosh. So, okay. So, let's say someone from Curious are listening to this interview now. um, Mm -hmm. And they're hearing you. You've been to Holland. Now you live in the UK. And they want to know if there's a big... Kuisawan, how how would I pronounce that? Uh, Kuisawan community. Uh, yeah, you can call it like that. Um, you can call yeah? it like that. I would actually, I don't know the name for it in English, so we can call oh, it like oh, that. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure everybody knows what you mean. <laughs> if exactly. A, a huge community. Yeah, is there a big community here, or even in Holland? Well, I I assume in Holland there yeah, is. In Holland, there's a big community. Home. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think I think most of us would already know that because we're quite close with uh, with Netherlands. So I think mm-hmm. somebody listening would know how big the community is there. Here, the mm-hmm. community is not big, but um, I know some people from Curacao living here. I at I think it was maybe four years ago. We also had like a lunch together. Um, I don't know like how, I don't remember like how I got in touch. I think a cousin of mine knew somebody that lived here and she lived in London and we had like this really cool lunch um, together. Um, Eventually we lost touch. I think some people went back. Not sure. I know some of them are still here. Um, I have them on social media as well. Some of them. So mm-hmm. I know there are people from Curacao here, um, also from neighboring islands that speak the same language as us. I've come across by coincidence as well. So there are a few of us here, not many. I think from the people I know, I would say maybe 15. Okay. People I like personally know. So <clears throat> when you've been in the UK, how do people... How do you find people respond to you when they find out you are from Curacao? Because I'm sure they hear the, your accent. They're like, oh, where are you from? You know, mm-hmm. you have that twang, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I have the Caribbean sauce in my accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of a kind. 
Um, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, very positive, um, mm-hmm. very inquiring, trying to find out where the island is because a lot of people don't have never heard of it before. So always inquiring where the island is, and I'm, al- I'm always happy to um, tell them about the beautiful island where I'm from and the lovely people who live there and our lovely culture. And I find that people are very positive. Yeah, I've never heard any negative remarks and people are always like excited. Actually, people often just jump on their phones right away to Google it and I always get great feedback about how beautiful it is. And mm-hmm. I always tell them the pictures don't even do it justice. So yeah, I think yeah. to answer your question, very positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so compared to Holland in the UK, which did you find was easier to settle into? To settle into, I would say um, definitely Netherlands because okay. even though I was, I've never been there before, um, mm-hmm. I mean, historically, We've, the young people of my country often went there to study. So I have aunts who've lived there before, uncles who've lived there before, and they could okay. share their experiences with me. So um, mm-hmm. I could avoid certain mistakes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, um, for, yeah, for that reason, I would say that was easier than the second move because the second move I was really jumping into the deep. I had one friend yeah. who also from Curacao and he moved to Netherlands and then he moved here to UK for a while to study as well he gave me really really good advice but other than him it was really just me myself and I so it was a bit more challenging but not less fun like I was I was excited for the challenge okay so some of the advice then is there one that stands out to you which you could give maybe someone that's thinking about doing that kind of move? Maybe something they can avoid doing. Like you said, you were able to avoid doing a lot of things in, in the Netherlands because you had family who had lived there before. Yes, you know, <clears throat> what I would say would it be advice for somebody that is already planning on moving or somebody who's still unsure of moving? Uh, if you have something for both kind of people. Okay. Um, for the people that are unsure, I would say definitely think about the reason why you would, um, want to move. It's also, um, well, I don't want to say this necessarily, but it's also like a financial cost. So just be sure that you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, weigh the pros and the cons of your move. And if it's, if there's a lot of pros and you're just afraid of what might happen, like afraid for, if you really think about it, no reason at all, I would say just Mm -hmm. take the leap of faith and do it. You know, what's the worst that can happen? If you don't like it, you can always go back. I would think Mm -hmm. you can just just leave if you don't like it. So just um, take the leap of faith. And for the, um, other people that already decided they want to move abroad, whether it's to Netherlands or it's to UK, I would say if you're here for temporary um, period of time or for a longer period of time, my advice would be to really enjoy the moment and enjoy the experience. 
because mm-hmm. um, usually the reason why we move is because of work or studies. I mean, there's always, I mean, life is still happening. Not a lot of us yeah. are just moving to just chill, you know, La- life is still happening. So sometimes we can get caught up into work and um, studying, but really take the time to fully experience the country that you're living in at that moment. So for me, that meant um exploring different cities and trying new local food and mm-hmm. um, like really talking to the locals as well, especially in Netherlands. There are so many people from Curacao. You can just choose mm-hmm. to stay in your own group or you can, I mean, of course, I love, I love my own people. So I will always have a link to my own people, but also in addition to that, try to meet locals as well and get, you know, get, um, like conversate with them, try to know more of the country where you're staying. So that's mm-hmm. definitely an advice. I say if you're there temporary, but even if you think you're going to be there for long term, still take the time to do it because you know sometimes plans changed. I plan exactly. to be in Netherlands for a longer time, but then I only stayed six well I stayed six mm-hmm. years. But in those six years, I really, I went to so many different cities. I've tried all the typical food. Um, my Dutch improved. I celebrated all the national holidays. So I, I can say that I really, really soaked up the, the experience. So that's an advice I would say to somebody. Don't get caught up only in work and studying. And then when everything is over, you pack your bags and leave and you realize you haven't seen anything of the country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, so that's the advice I would give. Yeah, that's advice. <laughs> so do you see yourself moving back to Curacao? Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Some days okay. it's um, 100% yes. Some days I'm not sure. I, I just don't know. But I definitely yeah, but miss they- my family. So if when, when I start thinking about my family, the answer is always yes. I want to move back. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some other things I take into consideration as well. Um, which is the reason why I can't move back now. But... Mm-hmm. Um, even, I mean, regardless of whatever happens in the meantime, I always make sure. I mean, I've been away from home 11 years and I've been there. Thank God. I mean, it's a blessing. Every year I visited at least four weeks. Mm-hmm. So minimum. So even though I I haven't moved back and not sure what's going to happen in the future, I will always go back to see my mm-hmm. family and friends. It's even like mm-hmm. recharging, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just being yeah, home and on the beach and good food and yeah. yeah, so yeah. I can imagine. But I have to ask as well, out of Holland and the UK, which one do you prefer? This is like a difficult question, Rishi. I mean, you're not going to get me kicked right. out of this country. <laughs> You're just not, it's just not going to happen, sis. I'm sorry. Sorry to this girl. <laughs> so, sorry to this interviewer, but it's not going to happen. I'm not going to create beef for myself. So I'm going to, you know, you know that meme? Next question. Yeah. <laughs> you know the meme of the lady, right? Where she says, next question, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So next okay. question, please. <laughs> 
I guess the next question would be then, what is the biggest lesson you've learned through all these moves that you've done and studying in different countries and, and even working? What's the biggest lesson you've learned? Or what or yeah, or what kind of advice would you give to your younger self? Um, it's really taught me to be more adventurous, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. in the sense of really taking opportunities even though it might scare me, mm-hmm. even though I've never done it before, even though I don't know somebody who's done it before, but still do it when it comes to career or life decisions. Because um, I think if you're when you're 18 and you're, you move away from everything that's like stable in your life, all that you've known, and really jump into a whole different world on your own. It really shows you how you are able to adapt. You can go through difficult times. I wouldn't say on your own. Maybe physically at that moment on your own. But still with your family support. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on your own. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest lesson learned. That like to take chances. Yeah, mm-hmm. I said to be more adventurous. But I think the right word is like to take more chances. And there's, I mean, bad things can happen, but most of the times, the worst case scenario is not really that bad. Mm-hmm. If you take like, if it's like something responsible that you're trying to do. And advice mm-hmm. to my younger self is, I don't know, I was quite intelligent even back then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, let me say it like it is. Say it like it is. <laughs> <laughs> let me think. Um, to my younger self, I would say, okay, maybe I would say really like stop and smell the roses sometimes and really cherish the moments. Because I must say, um, after traveling for, well, traveling, um, like moving countries twice in the last 10 years. Um, sometimes I'm, it's very, nos- like I'm, I get very nostalgic thinking about all the people I've met and yeah. the places I've been and how I kind of miss them. But I really like where I am as well. And if I'm, if I move from where I am, I'm going to miss the people I know now. So it's like because you're moving around, you're creating these relationships, you're meeting people that you generally care for, and then mm-hmm. physically you're not around them anymore, and you really start missing them. Okay, I really start missing them. So yeah. I would uh, advice to my younger self would be just really, really enjoy these moments. Sometimes just you know, just stand still, like in that moment, and think like, wow, I'm really blessed to be here. And mm-hmm. oftentimes, I mean, I don't do that. It's like afterwards, I'm like, wow, that was a really beautiful moment. I was really, I was really in the moment in the sense of enjoying it, but I didn't mm-hmm. really, yeah, I didn't really realize that it's going to be temporary and that we're going to move on and experience other beautiful things as well. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, sometimes I really miss those people and those experiences and those moments, but mm-hmm. still creating different ones. So I think maybe that's advice to my younger self. So really, what's what's the English saying? Stop and smell the roses? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one advice. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think a lot of people can take on that advice as well. 
um maybe they're not in their home country but they're kind of they're working a lot or just you know not really living in the moment mm-hmm. so it's good to reflect on you know everything the people that you meet because then in like how many years time when you move on to the next country or maybe you go back to your home country and you think back it's like mm-hmm. oh I wish I kind of you know savored mm-hmm. that moment a bit more I just enjoyed it a bit more mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah so that's it thank you Melissa for joining you're me. welcome um, I just finished work podcast how was it for you good I had a great yeah. time on this podcast yes thank you for having me I hope mm-hmm. your listeners can you know take some advice from my example and my experiences and I hope they enjoy the podcast as well I'm sure maybe a lot of them as well would be googling Curacao so <laughs> I think maybe after COVID, you know, you might have spiked up the um the tourism. Who knows? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you've been listening to the Moving Abroad series, Curacao to UK with Melissa. Uh, remember to go to um I just finished work on Instagram and at IJFW Podcast on Twitter and follow if you haven't already and share your comments and your thoughts and any questions you may have for future episodes make sure you share this with everyone your family and your friends and we'll see you on the next episode bye bye